Welcome to Kanza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and initiatives of the Ka Nation, people of the South Wind, on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. Now from the Ka Nation studios, this week's edition of Kanza Radio. Okay, for this segment, we're sitting back down with the director of Connation Social Services, um, Andrew Means. Thanks for sitting down with us again, Andrew. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lonnie. I appreciate it. How's everything been going with uh, social services lately? It's been going great, Lonnie. We've been trying to bring in some, some new programs, add to the ones that we have. One of the things that we've recently been doing, and not just our department, but Connation as a whole, we are um, in the process of going from our .com website to a .gov website. Yep. Um, I know that you've you've worked quite a bit on that, and we've obviously worked together a lot on that. So I appreciate all the help and and uh, support and getting all of our web pages up, getting all of our programs, our applications on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the social services page actually, connation.gov/social-services. That got a, a really nice facelift moving it over from the .com website. Something that I'd also like to mention while we're kind of talking about that is that uh, when everything is all set up, which is right around the corner, whether you go to connation.com, .net, .org, or .gov, those will all direct you to the new website. Do we know for sure when that's happening, though, Lonnie? How quick that's going to We actually effect. have some departments right now that are already sending people to the new website. I know that we've been doing a lot of work with the Connation Family Trauma Healing Center. They're utilizing it very actively. I think they even have the link to it posted on a lot of their social media, their Facebook. Um, Human Resources, they are very active with that in terms of job openings. If you go to connation.gov slash careers... You'll see all the positions that are currently available. That's all current. And a really neat feature is that you can actually apply online now. If you still want to download the application and fill it out that way, you have that option. But another really easy option is there's actually a a form, a full-blown online application that you can fill out, whether you're on a computer, whether you're on a tablet, or even your phone. Something we've also discussed so that our audience knows that... um just like Lonnie is, is speaking towards the applications on the website, that is something that we're trying to, to look toward uh, to get all of our applications for our social services programs to where you can access them online through your phone, um, through the Internet in any way that you prefer. Um, and those applications, all you would need to do is get on there, download which application you need, fill it in, and it will automatically repopulate, send that over to us. Again, this is something that has not been completed yet it is something that we're working towards with a new website but it's something that we're very excited about and we know how beneficial it'll be to our members and how much it will help us to be able to communicate with our members and get assistance to our members in a lot easier fashion yeah having to download a pdf figure out how you want to fill out that pdf whether it's by hand or if you can figure out how to fill it out even on the computer it's still a bit of a process reattaching that into an email getting it back to us it'll be as easy as entering information into fields and hitting the send button it'll go where it needs to can't wait as of right now even though it's still the pdf format if you go to the um, social services page under connation.gov, all of those applications have recently been updated, so everything is current. Everything that you need will be right there, and that's just another example of the progress that we're making in terms of the of, of the new website. Talk to us a little bit about the current programs that social services is doing. Um, I know that you 
you've got some new things that you're rolling out and you want to tell our community about. Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things that we're doing right now with winter coming up, we have some uh, utility items that we're giving out, such as uh, we've got some 1,500-watt heaters that we're giving out, some blankets, wool socks, and then we also have um, just some um, 18-inch oscillating fans that we're giving out. Now, these are this is something that we have done before in the past, um, it was specifically geared, geared towards elders in the past, and at that time, our um, maximum income amount for the household it was very low to the point where a lot of our elders did not qualify for that. Uh, those numbers have since been adjusted, um, and I will say that we also have options for these items besides just our elders. It's the same items. It's essentially the same application. The only difference is that the items were purchased with a different different funding and that requires different rules. So they they were purchased actually with LIHEAP funds, which will mean that anyone that that can qualify is gonna have to live in K County. They're gonna have to meet all of our income requirements, which this these applications are not posted online currently. This is something that I would recommend that you reach out to us and speak to us about beforehand so that we can let you know, yes or no, you're going to qualify because these are items that will have to be picked up in person. They are first come, first serve. Um, I will say that we have quite a few right now, but we are really just starting to kick off some advertising for these items, and I know that they're going to go quick. So if this is something that you are interested in, please reach out to us. As far as our other programs are going, uh, LIHEAP, we recently just received some additional funding for that, which is very, very important. We we have been really trying to push LIHEAP recently for our tribal members because we know its importance and know how much it can help. Um, one of the biggest things with LIHEAP, I will say, is the application that you will see online is going to show a LIHEAP LIWAP, and in reality... It is almost the same program. The biggest difference is that LIHEAP is only able to help with electric and gas, propane, firewood. We can we can even do firewood for um, members that are running on a, a wood-burning stove. And then LIWAP is just for the help of water assistance. So one's well. based more around energy, one's based more around Water. I know that those are those terms you're, you're saying. Those are acronyms. Mm-hmm. What what do those stand for exactly? On so LIHEAP is Low Income Housing Energy Assistance Program, and then LIWAP is Low Income Housing Water Assistance Water Assistance Programs. So the biggest thing about that is there's there's more that LIHEAP and LIWAP can do. One of the things that we're we're just now starting to get into and push for our members is LIHEAP and LIWAP both can be used to help with the repairs of different electrical or water systems. Uh, recently, I had a tribal member reach out to us for help with a natural gas line. Now, that is something that we can absolutely do depending on qualifications. Again, the, this is a grant program, so this is something that there will be different regulations on. But I, I encourage anybody to reach out to us if they have an emergency or if it's just utility assistance, uh, there's a lot of programs that we have right now. And just because you don't necessarily see a program that you think may benefit you, I want to reiterate that we have other options. There's other things that we can do, and we may know more about those programs or may even just be able to help uh, uh, refer 
some of our members to some local resources that may be able to help them through that emergency situation if we're not able to. So it's basically just a matter of you're, you're wanting more people in the, in the community to, to reach out to you. Absolutely. To, to kind of get to know more people, get to know more about the needs that people have. And again, even if they, they don't think that there's anything that they would necessarily qualify for or they're not seeing anything on the website that, that really aligns with what they think their needs are, you still want them to reach out to you. You still want to meet as many people as you can and, yep. and see what ways you can help, whether it's something that Caw Nation can help with, whether or not it's the social services department that can help with it, or even another, even another department within exactly. Caw Nation, not to mention there are other resources throughout K County above and beyond Caw Nation. Definitely. So it's no, really uh, just a matter of, of introduce yourself to Andrew, let him know you're out there, let him know you need help, and, and he's going to do what he can. Exactly. Thank you, Lenny. I appreciate it. That's that's something that um, we've been really trying to strive towards. We're a social services program, and we want our members to know that we're here and that we care. There's, Like I said, there's a lot of programs that we hold. That doesn't mean that we can absolutely meet everyone's um, emergency or, or fix everyone's emergency, but if there is any possible way that we can do that, we are absolutely going to do that. Excellent. Sounds good. Now, I know that we're also, uh, you and I have actually been talking a little bit. You've got some new pamphlets that are going to be made available. It sounds like it'll be closer towards the end of the year. These pamphlets are basically going to be covering all of the social service assistance programs, kind of an educational piece of material. Yep. Just another way to educate the tribal community. So how can people receive this pamphlet? Well, once we have them, which like like you said, that it's going to be closer to the end of the year, um, just trying to let our members know more of the programs that we have. Once we have those, they will obviously be available on hand in person at our social services department here in Call City. Or you can go to um, our website online at www.callnation.gov backslash social hyphen services. And there will be a downloadable printable version once that is available for any member that is interested in learning more about our programs or may just want to learn, you know, contact information, learn about us more. But yeah, that's that's going to be the best way to receive it is either through us in person or online again at our www.callnation.gov backslash social hyphen services. Yep, no, it'll absolutely be online. Another thing that I'll try to do as I make my rounds, I'm, I'm all over the place. I go to uh, Newkirk. I go to Ponca City to our different facilities. I'll make sure that there's some of these available anywhere that we have a gas station, anywhere that we have an office, anywhere that we have any of our other headquarters or departments. That would be excellent. That's something that we haven't really discussed a whole lot, but something that I would like to, to do, you know, uh, maybe KHDD there in Ponca City, our domestic violence department there in Newkirk, probably our domestic violence shelter there in Newkirk as well, our Kansas Clinic. These are just some places that I know a lot of our members frequent or they may possibly be. And we have our gas stations. We have the smoke shop there yep. as well in Ponca. Excellent. Well, looks like we're making a lot of progress. You got a lot of um, very helpful things that are that are developing and things that you are currently doing for the community. I thank you again, Andrew, for sitting down and telling us a little more about what's going on. I'm sure uh, we'll be talking again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Lonnie. We always appreciate it. The Kanza Health Clinic is committed to providing a continuum of care for Native Americans with primary care, dental care, and other services. Find out more by visiting our website at kawnation.com. This is Kanza Radio, a service of the Kaw Nation of Oklahoma.
Today we're sitting down with Levina Clark. She is the Injury Prevention Coordinator for Caw Nation. Thank you for coming in today, Levina. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself to start. Did you grow up in the area? No, I actually grew up in Pahuska, Oklahoma, and then I just moved over here probably about three years ago. Um, how long have you been with Caw Nation? I have been here six years, but this is my third time working for Caw Nation. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've got some good history with Caw Nation here. So tell us a little bit about the series of events that kind of led you to become the injury prevention coordinator? Was it kind of an opening that you applied for or was it something that you kind of fell into? I fell into it and the chairperson at the time came and told me that she needed a coordinator for injury prevention on a Friday and I started that Monday. So in terms of the uh, injury prevention programs, what are some of the things you guys are coordinating that are currently underway? Well, this is a five-year grant and we're um, at the end of the second year. So the third year, we'll be able to add uh, our elder fall prevention and suicide prevention. But right now we are focusing on child passenger safety with car seats. We're always trying to get the kids and the parents on board of using the car seats correctly. There's actually some training and certifications that you have um taken part in, right? Are you a, are you a car seat tech? Is that what it's called? Yes, it's a child passenger safety tech. And I got my certification last year at the end of October. And then we also had two other um, ladies, that's car seat techs. And then we just had four more. So we have a total of seven. So you're building up quite the team with the injury prevention. Yes. Um, now, this is part of a, a national effort, right? There's some federal funding that recognizes this as well? Yes, we actually funded by... Department of Health and Human Services, Indian Health Service, and we're under the TIPCAP, which is the Trouble Injury Prevention Cooperative Agreement Program. Speaking of the car seat program that you guys are doing, you have an upcoming event. I believe it's on November 16th. Tell us a little bit about that. We'd, we'd love to get some more people attending some of these uh, car seat events. Yes, it's going to be at the University Center University Learning Center from 10 to 12, and that's 2800 North 14th Street. It's right by Starbucks. What does that entail? Now, folks that, that already have car seats, you can kind of show them um, and, and make sure that it's properly installed and that it, it meets the standards. But there's also, for people that need them, are you are you providing car seats at this event? Yes, we provide um, car seats um, from the convertibles up to the high back boosters, and we provide them for the people that um, their children has outgrown or there's car seats been in a wreck or they just they're been passed down and passed down from generation to generation so we offer them new car seats and then the ones that has car seats that want to be checked to see if they're installed correctly if they are installed correctly then they'll get a five dollar um, gift card okay so there's incentives either way whether you need a new one you can um, you can get a new one or if you have an existing one and it and it meets all the specifications there's an incentive there that's incredible there's a limit right I think it's one car seat per child per family well I've given out four car seats to a family that has multiple kids in there and that's needed car seats but it's kind of like on a as-needed basis we also give car seats to grandparents that has children that comes in their car or if a father has a car seat instead of putting them back and forth we can give the father one too make sure that, uh, that everybody has what they need i know that there was an event a little while back how many of these events have you coordinated to this point i've coordinated one um, event and it was in the same place as this one's coming up and it was in april but i also have the last thursday of each month at the bay where i work at they can come in from nine to three and that's just an open bay day is what i call it and so they come up there and then any other time they have to call and make an appointment now on the open bay day that's a uh, local located in Newkirk, right? At our facilities in Newkirk there, kind of by the wellness center and the uh, the daycare? Yes. 
I've also noticed a new mascot. Buckle Bear. Buckle Bear. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Smokey the Bear. We have Buckle <laughs> the Bear now. Tell us a little bit about that. It looks like it's designed more to spread safety awareness amongst youth and parents. Yes. Instead of trying to go into the parents, um, we've had several events, um, invited parents. There was kind of a low attendance. So we decided to go this route. Um, as we all know, our children are kind of more the bosses of the family. So we have been focusing on them. Um, I went to pre, Washington Pre-K Center and we done a 15 presentation, 15 minute presentation on, um, at their safety week assembly and we had Buckle Bear come in and they each got a small Buckle Bear and it shows where the chest clip is supposed to be and then the buckle. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of focused on educating them so that way they'll know, say, hey, mom, this is too low. It needs to be up here in um, armpit level. So we're focusing on that. We've, we've done there and then we've also went to um, Child Development Center and Pioneer Tech. That's really smart. That's a good strategy to, to educate the children as well as the parents. Are you getting a pretty good response? How do the kids, do the kids love it when they see him? Yes, he gets a lot of hugs. <laughs> Big shout out to Michael Mace. I believe he's the one that throws on that suit. Yes. So in terms of future visions and goals regarding Connation's injury prevention efforts, you mentioned um, some things you're doing in the future involving the elderly. I know what you're working on right now deals a lot more with the youth. Tell us more about those programs that are going to be developing shortly in the future. In January, we'll be starting our third year of the five-year grant, and we'll get to add elder fall prevention which I'll be able to go into their homes to do home assessments to see if things that they could trip over, if the lighting is bad. Um, we can do that in person or virtual. Um, we look at the throw rugs to see if they need any carpet grippers to hold down so they won't be sliding, and toilet seat risers, handbars. And so we're also, I'm looking out for um, contractors to install the handbars and maybe um, build ramps. So I'm in the process of visiting with different contractors and seeing if they would want to partner with us. Mm-hmm. And then also do the suicide prevention. We're going to promote the 9888 number and then have a billboard and also uh, maybe a couple of small events. All right, so we're doing uh, some fall prevention as well as suicide prevention efforts um, unfolding in the future. You mentioned that you're um, currently looking for contractors to work with. What will that relationship look like if you if you find the ideal contractor? Is this something where you're hoping that they can maybe volunteer a little extra time to help install some of these, uh, you said, safety handles, that kind of thing? Yes. Now, if they live in the call housing, we can utilize the, their maintenance department, but if they have their own home, um, off reservation or off our tribal lands, and then we need to find somebody else to be able to um, help us with that. Okay. You mentioned a billboard with the suicide prevention. What, where where do some of these billboards, where can people see these billboards? Because I've noticed that you also um, had a uh, part of the car seat program. You had a billboard going for that. Yes, we have two billboards for our car seat, and we used a call trouble member child. Um, we dressed her in her call clothes. And we had her um, seated in um, her car seat. And she is on I-35 um, by our Rocks and Brews Casino. And then another one is between here, Ponca City, and um, Tonkawa. So just wherever um, facility, wherever they put us, we'll have to see. Okay, so that's kind of determined by the, the people that run the billboards. Yes. I've noticed that we do have a lot of uh, a lot of really good billboards, not only advertising some of the um, injury prevention programs, but uh, 
Rock and Bruce Casino, as well as uh, substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, if I recall correctly, we had we recently a little while back did a uh, an event in Ponca City. I think it was called the Program Fair. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, you um, helped coordinate a lot of that event. Yes, we wanted to make sure that the call trouble members that lives and other trouble members that lives in the Ponca City area know about different programs that we have because some of our programs, they can reach out to other tribal members instead of just working for call tribal members. So we wanted to get their um, their programs out and the information out to um, area natives. City Central, Ponca City, are we going to be doing that annually? We might. We was talking about our NDT, which is our multidisciplinary team. Um, we were trying to figure out different events that we could have to kind of showcase our um, programs that we have within the Cod Nation. Right on. So as long as 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 those unfold and we get more um, dates set for events like that, we'll have to keep our listeners uh, informed on that sort of thing. Speaking of informing our listeners, let's go over this upcoming event one more time. It looks like it's uh, Wednesday, November 16th. It's going to be at the University Learning Center in the parking lot, correct? Yes. You'll probably see some cones and, and some, you're going to have a tent probably set up as well, right? Yes, and we have, um, they usually come in on the south side. They come in, with whatever they need to do, and then we, they f- exit on the north side. Kind of like a little assembly line mm-hmm. set up with a lot of people helping out. Yes. That's um, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., November 16th. We really look forward to seeing as many people come to that as possible. I know the last time we did the event, we did have a decent amount of people that showed up and received um, the help and services that are provided at this event. We would love to see a lot more. There's incentives. Um, there's car seats for folks that need them, and there's also uh, gift cards for people that have properly installed car seats already. Well, thank you so much, Levina, for coming in, sitting down, telling us a little bit about all the incredible work that you do for Caw Nation. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Kanza Radio on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. For more information, visit KahnNation.com. Okay, we have Michael Mace with us. He's the office manager for the Indian Child Welfare Department with Kahn Nation. Thanks for coming in today, Michael. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you've lived here locally for a little while. I'm not sure if you grew up here, if you came here from somewhere else. Also, tell us a little bit about school, your high school days. I've been around this area for probably the last, I want to say, 12 or 13 years or so. I was actually born in Mississippi, and we have moved around quite a lot growing up. I've been all over. Uh, we've been in Texas, been to Tennessee at one point. I could be wrong. And then we eventually just settled down in the Ponca City area. I, I finished my schooling there, did like my last two years of elementary school, all my middle school, and graduated high school. At the same time of high school, I was also doing Pioneer Tech for the IT class. That went pretty good. I graduated from all that in 2019. 2019, yeah, that was pretty recent. Your IT background from the Pioneer Tech School actually came in handy. That was your first position with Caw Nation, wasn't it? You were with the IT department to start with? Yeah, that's right. So my instructor, he had come up to me one day and said, hey, there's a job opening here for the Caw Tribe. You should apply for it. I'm like, I honestly don't feel too confident in myself with working a position like that. He was like, oh, I'm sure you'll do great. Just uh, think about it. And if you're feeling up for it, go for it. So I'm like, okay. Uh, so I went for it and they gave me a call not too long later and they said, hey, we'd like you to come out here and talk to us. We'd like to know a little bit more about you, see what you think. I'm like, okay. 
okay, yeah, sure. Came out, had my interview. It went really well. They were excited to talk to me. The IT director at the time, he was asking me some questions, and I was able to answer all of them, which was good. So, and then probably the next couple days later, they called me back and said, hey, we'd like to offer you a position out here as the IT assistant, to which I accepted. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and that was really cool, because that means, hey, I've got a job lined up for right as I finish high school. Felt pretty proud of myself. That's, yeah, you can't beat that. I mean, yeah, that's, quite that's one of the biggest challenges when you're just getting out of high school is what's the next step? Am I pursuing higher education? Am I going to try to start my career right out of the gate? Well, you did such a good job with your high school education that that almost made the decision for you and, and you landed a, a really good position uh, with Caw Nation. Over time, you eventually moved over to your current position in the Indian Child Welfare Department as office manager. What about that position caught your attention? It's mainly just new experience. It's more like knowledge. I can learn new skills and whatnot. I, I did the IT stuff for about two years, and I did enjoy it. I really did. But I, I saw that position, and it, it's an office position, and I didn't do really a whole lot of office work in that uh, IT position. So we do have a, a third-party IT company, so they are currently handling all of that stuff. Oh, right on. So you were able to just kind of transition, diversify your skill set, um, start start getting some administrative experience, maybe a little more hands-on with the actual workings of Con Nation. It's always great to be able to fix the computers and help out with that stuff, but it's also really good to be able to be you know hands-on with the community, really out there helping the community. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about the department itself, the Indian Child Welfare Department? What are some of the ways that they, they get out and help the community and, and help the local tribal families? So we have a thing called Promoting safe and stable families. If there are any families out there with children and they are in need of anything from household items, cleaning supplies, food, appliances, uh, anything like that, they can come to us. We can go to their house, kind of check everything out, and we can determine, yeah, uh, these people and their children may actually need some help. So from there, we can just start helping them out if they need a new stove or food or clothes for school or, oh, wow. or shoes or anything. We can set that up. We can take them shopping. So you have a wide array of, of different ways that you can help. That's yeah. That's really awesome to have that freedom to be able to um, step in and, and basically see, hey, do they need this? Do they need this? Well, let's let's step in and, and do what we can. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So in terms of your actual position within the department, could you tell us a little bit about um, your day-to-day -day activities, some of the things that you do as the office manager? So my main position is to really hold down the office. I do... A lot of the paperwork, um, I manage our database with, you know, families we've helped and families we are currently helping. I'm over our inventory, do our ordering for new supplies and all that fun stuff. Probably um, a little bit of IT, huh? When they need <laughs> <laughs> I have been asked to kind of help help some things here and there. Not really a whole lot of can do. Right. Of course, no, yeah. We've got to leave that to the to the people that we pay <laughs> you to do that. You told us a little bit about your department, what you do for the department. In terms of where that department is heading in the future or any visions you have, maybe things that you would like to see implemented at some point, uh, discuss some of that with us. So we've discussed this within our department before. Um, I don't know if we're wanting to do this as like another person in our department or just somebody near us. We wanted to have some like mental health counseling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so any of our clients who may be in need, we can refer them to um, those services uh, within the Caw Nation as opposed to, and not that there's anything wrong with our 
uh, facilities we have in this area, uh, nothing at all. It's just something that's right there. That's one less place for a said person to have to travel to. Mm-hmm. They can just come on over, talk to them, uh, see if it's something they want to do. Absolutely. So. Yeah, the more the more services we can offer, the better, especially when it comes to our tribal community, our our Kaw Nation tribal members. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, if I recall correctly, I can't remember the exact name, but there was a, a couple different vendors, a couple different vendors there that I think um, dealt in mental health and in some capacity or another. So it might be good for us to, and I can help in any way if you need, um, to maybe reach out and network with some of the resources that are that are in the community, at least to get it started. Um, yeah. Ultimately, to have somebody under our Kaw Nation umbrella that is able to help people um, with the mental health aspect that would. Would be incredible. Like you said, there, that's not to say that there's anything wrong with uh, the other providers of that care in the area. So it'd be great to maybe reach out and see if there was any uh, networking opportunities, ways that we can provide additional services for the people that we're currently helping. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that about covers everything I had for you today, Michael. Thank you for coming in and discussing a little bit about yourself and um, your role with the Indian Child Welfare Department. Yep, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to Kanza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and services of the Kaw Nation. For more information, visit our website at kawnation.com or Kaw Nation on Facebook. Listen again next week at this same time for another edition of Kanza Radio.